Play-By Podcast is hosted on the Abnormal Mapping Network, which you can find at abnormalmapping.com or support through Patreon at patreon.com forward slash abnormalmapping. Linwood was getting on in years, surely. He had seen generations of folks come and go from the freeholds in his time as a dock master. Whether they came in from the Venusian Plains, or the Atolls of Ganymede, or were born and raised in the freeholds, he never forgot a one of them. He took a certain pride in that. It gave him an impetus, a drive, a fierceness to protect the folks attached to those names. Young Ambrose had not been home to Sharon in a long, long while. Linwood was beginning to think he had all but forgotten them. When he learned that Ambrose had returned, ship crowded with strangers, and invoked his name in the doing? A grin crossed Linwood Barrett's face. He was going to learn a good few more names yet, he thought. Welcome to Play By Podcast, an actual play podcast about storytelling through the medium of tabletop role-playing games. I'm Michael, the GM, and today I'm joined by Leon Barnes. Hey, hey, hey. Liam Higgins. Hey, I'm currently enjoying my vineyard retreat-scented candle from Tuscany Candles. Our sponsor for today. Not really, but God, if we landed a candle company. That'd be great. I don't, I don't, I don't know how valuable the sponsorship would be because it was $3.99 at Ralph's and it's a pretty fucking big candle. <laughs> That's fair. Look, I'll take whatever we can get. 
We're also joined by Max Co. Uh, Max, who's enjoying a fresh glass of water. Ooh, nothing better. We're sponsored by Hydration. Look, I'm just here enjoying all of your company, so. Mm. Nice. How nice. sweet. Ha- wholesome boys. Wholesome boys. Hashtag. Hashtag wholesome boys. <laughs> Hashtag wholesome boys pod. We're going to attract the wrong crowd with that one. <laughs> Are we? We've got some, we've got some, stra- we'll have some stragglers on that hashtag for sure. We're going to have some large adult sons. Oh boy. The, <laughs> whole, uh, the whole population of Habersham Village in Savannah, Georgia. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, God. <laughs> it's a little uh, pop for about 5,000 people. Yeah, fucking local uh-huh. humor gets you local work, Leo. Like to- 5,000 total. Would be it'd be cool if five thousand people listen to this. That'd be that'd be uh just a shit on us nice. in the reviews. <laughs> yeah, 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 basically. Yeah. Shout outs to Haversham Village, but fuck this podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's not car talk, so I don't want to listen to it. Mm. It's not Joe Rogan's podcast. God, thank God for that. It's not it's, Jr's podcast. It's not Jim Ross's podcast. <laughs> it's not Liam's amazing uh, video series about reviewing gas stations. <laughs> Thank you. I've been meaning Gotta to pivot to podcast, man. It off. Video's a dead medium. I, I kind of <laughs> want to start doing them on TikTok. Oh, yeah. please. Yeah, bring it in. Wait, can you turn them to six seconds and go on bite? Anyway, this is a podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's a podcast. <laughs> At the end of the last episode, mm-hmm. you had finally uh, made it to your destination. You guys made it to the Sharon Freeholds. How many episodes later? <laughs> oh, well, so five? <laughs> oh, well. Dang, that was actually kind of fast. I think. Well, because yeah, we spent like four last season, like uh, getting like, getting stuck around in uh, Ass Town or uh, Glass Town. <laughs> yeah, in, the, in the grand, you scheme. were the only one in Ass Town. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right, Glass Town. In the grand scheme of play by podcast like episode uh, timeography, we're a little bit. This is a little heavy. Mm-hmm. This is the cramped quarters arc. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, this is the uh, it's the it's the shimmering or the simmering tension before the. I think the tension is also shimmering, so. Yeah. <laughs> shimmering tension is definitely the name of a mech Absolutely in the world. Uh-huh. Fucking Good. dripping, overflowing, spewing tension. So we at the Freeholds, finally. Yes, you have docked at the Freeholds at uh, Sharon Alpha, where Ambrose appears to be calling in a favor with their dock master, uh, Linwood Barrett. I thought you were about to say Lin-Manuel Miranda. <laughs> I was going to say, He's that's in like... in this universe. That's like... Such a that's, like, that's a country club ass name. Mm-hmm. Linwood and the rest of the freeholders are far from country club, I assure you. And your passengers are beginning to disembark onto the station. So, what are the three of you doing right now? Uh, helping, <laughs> helping herd the crowd. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I can't. I can't imagine what else we would be doing. Uh, making sure everyone gets out safely. Uh, gathering supplies that are left over for them. Okay. Auto, same. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds what we should be doing right now. Staying close to the makeshift family I formed. Oh, you oh, yeah. and Tower and uh, uh, Tessia and yeah. the kid the whole and the Pratt Pats. family or Pat. Yeah. Sorry. Is there a do you think family. is there a, is there a kid that um, got especially interested in science or not really? Is it Fremy? Um, yeah, Fremy. Right, was one of the ones that was. Fremy was. Fremy was a little bit interested. I, I, I does is hacking science? Well, no, that's that's uh, the other. It's a pseudoscience, science, my good man. Fremy was the only one who stuck around when uh, uh, Jesse boy Otto Pat. had a. Oh, I think of Jesse Pat. Yeah, Jesse. Jesse was the the cool one that you taught to hack. So uh, yeah. Otto, you and Scarlett are hanging around with the Pats. Otto, you are also hanging around with Elador. 
BD, you're kind of just helping the whole the whole crowd move yeah. in an uh, orderly fashion. Yeah. I know they're excited to get off the damn ship, but <laughs> can't have them trampling one another. In stark contrast to when you got off at the Mirandin jump station, this reception is a lot warmer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, it's pretty... Uh, your coming was not really expected or uh, prepared for, so you're you're just seeing a lot of dock workers gathering around. Like, what is all of this going on? Who are all these people? And in this part of uh, Charon Alpha is not like the prettiest. It's very like ut- a utilitarian space. Mm-hmm. It's a dock. It's like a a loading area. Mm-hmm. It's a loading and unloading zone only. They don't normally get a lot of passengers, and the passengers who do show up do not stay here for very long, you can tell. Hmm. They're normally like, uh, and BD, you've been to the Freeholds before, you would have experienced this. Oh, yeah. Uh, they, they normally bust people away from the docks and into the actual like cylinder pretty quickly yeah. uh, via these like uh, attached elevators mm-hmm. that uh, are sort of attached to the spindle. Hell, yeah. Get them out of here. <laughs> but, they're, uh, at the, but this is more people than they're used to letting in at one time. So oh, they're kind yeah. of just uh, hands off for the moment, waiting for Linwood to show up and start directing traffic. Yeah. So now there's just a giant crowd of people just like blocking traffic on the just docks. <laughs> a massive people like standing in front of like pallet movers. Yeah. Dear Lord. <laughs> just gumming up the, the works of uh, yeah. industry Beating- a little bit. Beatty's trying to like make room for people to still pass by, but it's it's a bit <laughs> difficult. And I'm I'm assuming and- Ambrose is probably also assisting you with that. Yeah, he better be. <laughs> he, he needs to. He you can tell he realizes he needs to make this look as rank and file as possible before Linwood shows up. Yeah, <laughs> or there might be trouble. And uh, not a few minutes later, there is a clearing of workers down the concourse. As Linwood Barrett makes his approach, he's a uh, a larger man, short, like salt and pepper hair, very like close trimmed beard, uh, prosthetic hand. Sweet. And his left eye is a cybernetic eye, but it's very like it, it looks like uh, to make a visual reference, it looks like uh, Bato's eye from uh, Ghost in the Shell. Oh, like the oh. funky like bolt eye. Yeah, where it looks sort sort of like a. Uh, <laughs> It looks like the cap of a um, a contact uh, holder. <laughs> yes, that's fair. <laughs> you can see him like talking into a communi- like a, a small like cylindrical communications device on the approach. Now, now Torvald, you bring your people down here. It's gonna be fine. I I, I gotta go. All right. Now, now Beatty, have you ever met Linwood? Probably in passing. Yeah. I I don't know. Well, I guess I do stand out a bit, but I don't know if he would remember my name. <laughs> Yeah, I think Linwood would remember you. Okay, he's courteous he, like that. He's of the sort. Yeah, he he's a nice guy. He's you notice a lot of the the dock workers of Sharon Alpha looking at you, knowing that you are the guys who called Linwood down to the docks. Uh they're they're looking at you like flabbergasted. Mostly, it's like <laughs> it's like somebody pulled rank on their union representative. Oh boy, yeah. <laughs> they're, so they're just like, what the fuck is up with these guys? Yeah. They called Linwood down? That's wild. We special. <laughs> we like that. Yeah, we, we just out here. I'm different. <laughs> nice to see you again, Beatty. Same to you, sir. Glad it's under more fortuitous, uh, I'm assuming, circumstances. That depends on how you feel about our situation. 
Just what the hell did y'all drop into my lap? Hmm. A right fix, sir. <laughs> People who need your help. Well, never wanted to turn down a person in need of a port in the storm. I'm afraid that's exactly what these people are. SectorNet's pretty slow out here, but uh, we just got word about uh, the Amanos back on uh, old Red Dirt. These would be the uh, the lucky few who have escaped the coming conflict. Oh, oh, I understand. These are Martian expatriates? The citizens of Cydonia who were in the emergency shelter. Ah, that's mighty kind of you to bring them down all this way. That's quite a jump. I detect a hint of uh, contempt in your voice. Oh, well, I apologize if it came off that way. I'm just uh, plum puzzled is all. We never get this many people at once. They normally trickle in. It's made uh, finding a spot for them a mite difficult, but we can manage. We got seven satellites. I would hope we would be able to accommodate them. It was urgent that we leave the situation on Mars, but we could not bring ourselves to leave innocent to die in our wake. And I'm assuming y'all aren't just going to be here for a little three-day trip? This is a more uh, permanent application? Them, more likely so. Us, depending on the coming circumstances. Freelancer life, I understand. Indeed. But, uh, you know, not too much work out around here, uh, seeing as we haven't had any, uh, problems with the Commonwealth, and I don't foresee us having any issues with the Solar Union for a while now that they've got this whole dust up on Mars. Do you still have, do you still have that worm problem from when I was here last? Oh, the space worms? Yes. I seem to remember there being a rather awful case of them here. Uh, we managed to knock them out of most of our uh, agricultural pursuits, but we do still have a, a, a month or two where it gets pretty nasty out in the fields. Do you have any um, non-lethal... Uh, newly introduced biology or uh, uh, zoology animals <laughs> that I could <laughs> peruse. <laughs> you know, it's the strangest thing. I think uh, uh, a few weeks back we had a fellow come down here, a ship full of macaws, and the damn things just multiplied like rabbits. Mac- the, like the, the parrot, sort of. But Yeah, s- sort of. Well, I think they were macaws. They, were, they lurked the part. I don't know if they acted the part entirely, but they're all over the damn station now. And in this atmosphere, they can sustain themselves? And artificial gravity? They do have a hell of a time with the artificial gravity and the lack of a headwind. Oh, God. Well, I have to say, I I have a, uh... I do have a macaw on on board. Hmm. Um, I should like to... Since when? I I should like to... Since a long time. It's under... uh, my, it was given to me by the magistrate of Pakistan, and he asked me to put him into uh, cryotherapy. And in one day, him and his parrot. So one day, if he could uh, be reunited with his parrot, we could uh, uncork him from the deep freeze. He's hidden well below the, uh, in, under the floorboards. So you had a bird in cryo? Along with his owner. And so I, so okay. I should, in conclusion, I should like to study how the... Bird. Sorry, hold on a minute there. You were you were smuggling a bird on my ship? I wasn't smuggling it. And a it. person? And he specifically asked me, I can have the contract. It's right. It was very he's a very odd fellow, but he asked he knew that I was experienced in this kind of thing, and he paid me a very good sum of money. 
with the sort of on the honor system that uh, actually in uh, coming up in a, in a couple of weeks that I would wake him up out of this deep freeze. I'm sorry I haven't told you, but it's been it's been weighing on me certainly. But it has only become a matter of pressing concern now because I should like to study the way that the macaw differs from the Earth atmosphere to this with the artificial gravity and the headwind. I would like to see how that affects birds so that when I am raising my own birds, I know I should like to raise them in a good environment. You continue to fascinate me, Mr. Von Furstenberg. We're going to have to have a talk about this person smuggling thing you've done. And the the bird is inconsequential at this point now that I know there was a human body on my ship that that wasn't accounted for. Well, but if he wasn't accounted for and we didn't notice any difference, then... Well, also, first of all, I mean, I have my wing of the ship, and I was, you know, I had my own ship, and then I got caught up with this lot, and I transported him under cover of darkness because I'm a man of my word. I didn't kill him. Uh, but it doesn't justify the means. I would have just liked to have some sort of uh, invoice on this, and I would have been fine with it if you had all the paperwork squared away. Well, I have it in my uh, in my lab. We can go get it. It's fine. I I understand perhaps, that, although I just mean it would have been good to know beforehand. Perhaps well, we handled this matter at a different time when there are not 40 people standing in the middle of the docks. BD has a point. Yeah, I'll get the paper. I'll get the paper. It's not a problem. Speaking of contracts, uh, I believe, and he uh, he's checking a small like Palm Pilot device, the checks have just cleared from the wind guards for that last job we did back on Mars. That's a relief. Excellent. Queen Mab has just released the funds into our accounts, so we'll have access to those while we're here on Sharon. So, food and merriment? Why not? We got plenty of food and merriment around here. Nice. And plenty of competent uh, anchor mechanics if you wanted to see some improvements to your existing mechs. Uh, Scarlet's face lights up, and uh, at the thought of getting some new toys. Uh, Linwood like slaps you on the shoulder and gives like a hearty chuckle. We'll have these folks sorted and uh, placed in their uh, temporary lodgings. We're probably not going to be able to hold all of them here on Alpha. We can move a few to Beta, a few to Theta. But I think we'll have plenty of space for them between the seven of us. Well, that's very good of you. Uh, of course, we take all kinds around here. I'm sorry you heard all that talk about it's not reflective of me as a person. I know it looks bad, but it's... Um, I'm sorry, so your name is... Otto von Furstenberg. Otto, we, we, we get plenty of strange things out here. Not at a very high frequency, though, it seems. That much is true. But, I mean, you know, once you see all the macaws, you might think a little differently. Hmm. Yes, I, I suppose I will. They're like flying rats down there. Really? Doesn't constitute a problem, but it is a... It, it's a municipal concern. Are they feral? I ain't never bit nobody. But they bite each other, you're saying? Gladiator death. They, they, they squabble, you know, like birds do. And how were they introduced here? Were they just transported? Were they... Yeah, fella just brought in a whole shipment of them when he came to stay. Oh, God. Bastard. And they got out into the environment, and now Alpha's lousy with them. And what do they feed on? Do they feed on, like, rats or sand mice? Or, so what do they eat? Bugs? Yeah, fruit. Fruits, bugs. So are they doing good for here, or are they... They're, they're acclimating just like anybody who comes to Sharon. Quite the potent metaphor for our little community. Do you have a shop where I might purchase some fruit and a couple of items that I shall use to tame a macaw? Oh, most definitely. Very good. If that is all, 
Sir, I would like to let you know that should you require any assistance, we would be more than happy to help. Well, considering uh, young Ambrose here is calling in a favor on me, uh, any involvement in the affairs of the Sharon Freeholds would be uh, on your own compulsion. But uh, I'm sure we could find a little bit of extra work for you around. Uh, could always use some extra hands defending the, uh, the front line, just in case, you know. Anything particularly nasty were to pop off while y'all were here. Let us hope the RSU and the Commonwealth remain occupied. It's it's bad out there, lad. It's it's really quite terrible out there. Yeah, I hear that more often than you'd think, partner. How often do you get around, good chap? Do you Oh, I don't leave the station. Uh, like, I rarely even... get out of Alpha. I rarely head to any of the other satellites. Oh, my dear boy, you must you must go see the cosmos. You have the ability. You have a ship, surely. I, I wouldn't leave my home behind like that. I've been here for far too long. Just for a day trip. Just get some, you know, crackers and uh, and cheese and whatnot and just camp out somewhere. It's beautiful. Yeah, tr- truth be told, as a dockmaster of the Sharon Freeholds, I'm sure there are some people out there who would love me to leave. Well, no, but here's, here's the thing. Like, if, since you're being so good to us... And if you ignore what you heard about the Macaw and just don't, well, don't bother about that, I'd, if you don't want to go, it's totally fine, but I'd be very willing to um, supervise a, a trip somewhere if you want to go, if you want to see somewhere. But if you don't, mm. it's fine. You know, I'll think about it, Mr. Von Furstenberg. All right. Thank you for that, uh, that opportunity. That's rather kind of you. You're welcome. I just feel that you know, it's, 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 it's good. I, I just think you'd enjoy it. You seem like a man of, you enjoy meeting a lot of different kinds of people, yes? Because you sort of, uh, you meet, you see a lot of different people, don't you? I do, but mostly they come to us. Yeah, yes, of course, but, but don't you, but don't you wonder what it would be like if your role in their, you were on their world instead of yours? You might, it would be, uh, it'd be cool. I mean, if, if I don't, I don't want to, Put words in your mouth. If it's not, it doesn't excite you. It doesn't excite you. But to me, it seems like a crying shame to deny yourself that privilege. Hmm. I just feel like uh, you're a man of great strength and vigor, and I don't want to see you. It makes me sad that you're cooped up here. Well, that, that's kind of you to say, Otto. I appreciate that. I'll, I'll think about that offer. You're very welcome. Let's get your people squared away. I like this guy. He's cool. Can't argue with that. And as he's walking uh, back away from the concourse to uh, relay some information to some of the dock workers on hand, he uh, calls back to you. And, you know, I wouldn't have y'all working around the Sharon Freeholds unless you were properly outfitted. So uh, I'll see what we can do about maybe putting some jets on one of those anchors for you, if in your uh, amenable. That'd be terrific. Make it a little easier for you to get around out here in, uh, in the soup. Zero G is no fun when you don't have any way of uh, compelling yourself to and fro. That is certainly true. I don't know. Some people may be into that. Maybe some people like floating. Floating is fine so long as you have a way back. He like raises his hand and gives you like the the little cocked uh, two finger salute and walks off toward the the dock workers. I like that guy. What was his name again? His name's Linwood Barrett. That's right, Linwood Barrett. Good lad. Yeah, Linwood's good people. Yeah. He practically raised me when I was out here. Yes. I've seen him to be quite empathetic in times such as these. 
That's weird. He's so nice and you're such a douche. I'm going to choose to ignore that. No, you won't. I'm going to choose not to act on any of that. There you go. You are so lucky we're on leave at the moment. I just kind of give him a wink. (sighs) Quite shocking just how black it truly is out there among the stars. You know? You ever think about that? I am certainly grateful to be back on somewhat solid ground. You just can't. It's just there's a texture to it. You just can't fathom how dark it really is. I'm not unaccustomed to the darkness. Yes, but surely not that dark. That is fucking dark. Well, I mean, it's the absence of light. That that out there, that's void. That is the void, isn't it? I have no idea how poor Linwood could be here this whole time. It's much too mechanical. The old man was raised here. Grew up here. I shouldn't be a little judgmental cunt, should I? I'm afraid not everyone has the same difficult relationship with their home as you. I, I kind of just give a look at BD. What about you two? How, what are you, how are you two in relation to... We may as well just hash it out now. I mean, we've been through all this bullshit. Mayhaps not in the middle of the docks, but I would be interested in, what do they say, shooting the breeze with you two? Yes, shoot the breeze. I am clearly not one for libations, but I am aware there is a good bar around the corner, if you are at all interested. Be willing to uh, partake in the place of Pavance? I didn't know you trawled the dockside bars, Beatty. Mostly looking for work. Occasionally, entertainment. Classic freelancer. I was here as a much younger man. I wonder what the rate of inflation is. The freeholds have remained mostly fair in... What they charge. Yeah, being disconnected from uh, the, the solar union and the commonwealth will do that to you. Yes, I suppose they do sort of, it's almost like a legal prison colony, but in a in a way where everyone is fine with being there. You know, it's, it's unmoored, is what I'm saying. Not governed by, uh, you know, galactic laws, any, any of the sort. That might not be the way that I put it, but I suppose you are technically correct. Well, I, I suppose, you know, there are laws, obviously, but it's not. It's somewhat of an adjacent... It's annexed almost, you know? The people take care of themselves and one another. Self-sufficient. A true island. Hmm. I suppose so. Shall we? Yes. You three can go on ahead. I need to stay around here for a while and manage the proceedings. Make sure all these people get where they're going. And we don't have any, uh, any hiccups. If anything goes sideways, I'll get in contact. Understood. You three enjoy your leave. Thank you, sir. All right, let's get shit-faced. Don't spend it all in one fucking place. No promises. We're going to have to re- renegotiate your percentages, Scarlet, at some point, if you're going to do this every time we come to port. Fuck you. <laughs> Just go have a good time, kid. I go have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> and I do that. Mm-hmm. Starwipe, we're at the bar. <laughs> you, you guys take the elevator. Or no, no, you're not t- going down to the, the main uh, satellite. You're going to the dockside bar. Mm-hmm. We're going to pick up some sailors. <laughs> do, do you know where I could find some sailors? Does your mother frequent dockside bars? Did Cherry come with us? No. Dang it. You guys made this a, a three of you thing. Yeah. We're, we're also, bonding. She's a doctor's assistant. She has to stay behind and help the wounded and sick. And there are a lot of sick after that wild jump. We're not going to third and fourth wheel for you and your love interest, bastard. <laughs> It's not about you, Inuyasha. <laughs> Listen, I didn't plan for that Inuyasha bullshit. 
And yet it it happened. It, it was it, it was happen. embedded in your soul. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't thinking about it. You made it manifest without even thinking about yeah. it. Yeah. Unfortunate. The power of positive thinking. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you guys make your way to the dockside bar. It, it's a fairly rough and tumble kind of dive that you would expect from a place hewn into the walls of the interior of a like utilitarian satellite space mm-hmm. to, to make sort of a local reference. You guys remember Zunzi's? Fuck yeah. It's you like know how that place is a sorry, hole in the wall? Shit yeah. Sh- shit yeah, y'all. Yeah. You, you, but you remember how that place was a, a literal hole in a wall? Yeah, yeah. no, like it yeah. was, yeah. From the exterior, it looks kind of like that. It is literally just like a, a gap in a metal, like, bulkhead. I'm, I'm picturing those bars, like, on the backside of river street like if you're looking from bay down and it's like those wow. kind of terraces where it's just people crammed yeah up yeah, like and yeah. And stuff. the ceiling is very close to your heads when you walk in mm-hmm. yeah yeah there's like exposed uh, support structures with like little table settings around them mm. yeah that's what i it's like if you if you took the cantina if you took the moss eisley cantina <laughs> and stretched it out <laughs> just lowered the roof a bit yeah, yeah. <laughs> squash and stretch <laughs> The barman standing behind the bar, polishing a like big, thick lager glass. Welcome to the dock side. Can I interest you in some libations? You folks look like you just blew into town. First round's on me. What'll it be, lads? Jesus Christ, you were worried about me? Are you, you just say that out loud to no one because Ambrose isn't there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just so happy to be off. I was so cramped on that ship. I'm just so happy to be off it. And you know what? I don't know why I'm so happy, but I'm happy. And I want to celebrate. And I'm so unhappy most of the time that I'm happy for no reason, and I'd just like to be happy. Certainly not a bad reason for it. And then, you know, I won't buy the second round, but someone else can do that. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not crazy. I'll, I'm not I might buy the seventh or eighth round. <laughs> just Depending to keep on how drunk I get, I might buy additional rounds. Just to keep the pattern going? <laughs> just to keep the plate spinning, as it were. Um, but... Um, I'll handle the first one. What, uh, what's your, do you have a local, sir? Any uh, local ales? How's everyone feel about ales? Is that all right? Or what do we what do we want? Have whatever you want. Mr. Von Furstenberg, I'm not sure if you haven't noticed, but I don't have a mouth. <laughs> well that does Nor a digestive a system. I am simply here for the company. Do you have I'll take up whatever you're bartender. offering. Hey, hey, bartender, bartender. Oh uh, yes, Mr. sir. Bartender. If, if you if you need me, the name is Jet. Can you do me quite, jet, jet. Quite, quite. Do you have any sort of Air. Sorry, do you have a nose? I do not possess any organic components, if that is what you are asking. Well, you know what? You'll be the designated driver. <laughs> that much was assumed. Well, you know, I appreciate you. You know, that that means a lot that you came out here anyway, because we do so enjoy your company. I appreciate that. And uh, And yeah, that's about the size of it. Would uh, everyone else like some uh, some ale? Everyone else being scarlet at this point. I already said yes a while ago. I'm ready to go. All right, let's do it. Pound for pound. All right. So that'll be two house <laughs> ales. Yes, why not? Are you fine with ale? What's the special on tap? Wait, you didn't read the sign on the way in? Nope. It's moon juice. <laughs> moon juice? We have a house special called Plutonian Dust. Ooh. Uh, I'll take one of those. I'll stick with the ale, if that's all right. Sounds a bit dry. And, um, <laughs> you can start a tab. 
under it's made Von with dry <laughs> dry gin. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Ooh wee. Well, are you are you are you brave enough, Scarlet? Am I brave enough, old man? Perhaps this is not the best time to be challenging him. As a note, you guys do kind of have run of the dockside right now. It, it, there are a few like lo- locals, regulars. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, I'd like to celebrate. Let's buy a round for the whole bar. Give them one more of what they've already got. There's a, a rise of cheers from the dock workers around the bar. It's your and paycheck. They, <laughs> they cheers you with what drinks they have. Oh, my good lads, it is so good to be back. I so loved this place when I was here last. You're proper folk, you know that. I Can I, like, lean into the barkeep? You, you lean over to Jet. Jet, Jet, the rest of my drinks are on him. Let's get some bloody fiddle going on in here. <laughs> Understood, sir. And he, like, gives you, he, like, touches his brow twice. Yeah. <laughs> Or anything, whatever the biggest club hit is here. I want everyone dancing. <laughs> I want to enjoy myself. I'm so. I'm finally at eight. It, it took me this fucking long to feel liberated, and god damn it, I feel like I just achieved something finally by saving those poor kids and helping with that. And I feel good about myself for the first time in a long time. Otto, do you dance? I most certainly do get that. <laughs> <laughs> you do. You, you, you notice that there are like scuff marks on the floor. Like this is a place where like mm. this is that. It seems like this place often gets like standing room only. But right now there's you a, have there's a hoe room. down history to this place. Oh yeah, just the, the whole bar is like a like a, an impromptu dance floor almost. You can just yeah, from all totally. like the, the the marks all along the floor. Beatty finds a seat at like a small table along the wall. Okay. I'm going to take my drink and sit with BD and observe this crazy but fun <laughs> entertainment. This is exactly what I meant by entertainment. BD, I know we've kind of had our things going on, but this is a great moment between you and I. I love this. There's like a rousing jazzy piano number playing over the loudspeakers. <laughs> Parade. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was in my head I had it as like some pogues like dealing like uh, uh some no no the, do the uh what's the who did you who Michael who did you say was playing Oh it's like like a just a yeah. jazzy piano number like Nardis is playing That's awesome <laughs> And like some of the dock workers have seen you starting to get the party started auto and they are uh getting up to join you <laughs> Do some dancing of their own Good Three cheers for science Three cheers for diplomatic immunity. (laughs) (laughs) Diplomatic immunity. (laughs) Wait a minute, what? (laughs) Three cheers for my best friend and his macaw frozen under the floorboards of my ship. Hey, telltale heart. (laughs) One guy's just like, Wait, what? I figured that was the one where everyone would go silent <laughs> and I'd kill the party. <laughs> They're all too drunk to care. <laughs> the one guy who, the one guy who is like, wait a minute, what? He gets si- very quickly sidelined in a tankard put in his hand. They are loving it. I am only had this is my first beer in ten years, and I am absolutely you know, sloshed <laughs> off the stuff. I this is what it. happens when you have a positive influence score. <laughs> you know, this is you know, there's just one guy in the corner, just like, yeah, 
Fuck that bird. Jet, another one for me, I please. I hate birds. The macaws around here are crazy. Jet, Jet, an- another one for me, please, my good man. Another one. And Jet is just like slamming the drinks down on the bar. Oh, the- thank you, my dear Jet. What a strapping young lad you are. Where are you from? I'm a freeholder. Born and raised, sir. Oh, very good. And uh, this place, does it get like this often? Oh, I've seen it get much rowdier. But uh, you are kicking up quite a head of steam. Is this all right? I'm not disturbing your night. I mean, this is good. This business booming. I oh, assume. no, not at all. We were in a bit of a slowdown. Ah, this is actually yes. kind of entertaining. <laughs> well, um, you know, I suppose uh, I'll just have to swing by more often. <laughs> Always good for the cred and the company. Well, um, I'm going to go uh, drink this. And then uh, could you actually just have two up in advance for me? And then I'll cap it. Probably. Two up right away. Let me try the, uh, what's that, um... Uh, what was the thing with the dry gin? Oh, the, uh, the plutonium dust. Uh, one of those and another ale, please, my good man. Thank you. Right away. Boilermaker it is. No, uh, you're not mixing them, are you? I was assuming you do that yourself. Oh, all right. <laughs> In uh, your stomach. Yes, yeah, good. <laughs> yes, that's, we are oper- operating under similar assumptions, so that's good. All right. Hey, uh, so, Scarlet, you get your drink delivered to you, and it's... A nice, like, fist-sized rocks glass full of this swirling, like, lime green and brown liquid with a rim of, like, purplish, like, rock salt dust around the uh, the rim of the glass. This thing looks wild. <laughs> and it has, like, a consistency to it as well. Oh, like... It's not... It, it, like, like kefir or, like... Consult your alcohol knowledge. Or like milk. Yeah. Very, it, like, like, like a very it's strained. It's a creamy? It's got a bit of a creamy uh, look to it, yes. Hmm. It, it doesn't move around the glass like a just straight up liquid. Hmm. It's a plasmid. I'm going to say, it's <laughs> oh, sorry, a plasmoid. like a slime or a plasmoid. It's got a little more viscosity. It's got a head of... Like, <laughs> sounds like I'm just drinking castor oil or something. <laughs> it's it's more, more like caro syrup. <laughs> oh god. Or like uh, <laughs> drinking straight chocolate syrup. Who, buddy? It's it's definitely got that look to it. It's 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 got a surface tension. It's got that energy. Shit's thick. <laughs> There's like a little uh, little like flower like garnish just on the very surface of it. You don't know if you have to drink the flower or not. We're definitely in the uh custard realm here. I just kind of look at it. I'm just like I'm not sure if I'm supposed to shot this or take slow sips. It looks rancid. Uh, there's like a, a cheer around the bar as they see you get this drink. Eat the flower. Eat the flower. Eat the flower. Eat the flower. What the hell? Oh, come on, Scarlet. Have a bit of fun. We're all doing it. They're doing, they're doing like the boom, boom, clap. Eat the flower. Eat, Eat the, the flower. flower. I kind of look at Beatty. Just I've like, never known you to be one to turn down a challenge, Scarlet. Really? You're gonna do this to me right now, Beatty? You have a reputation to uphold, do you not? <sighs> Fuck it, fine. <laughs> do you eat the flower? I don't just eat the flower. I chug the whole thing down with the flower. Oh, God. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I shoot that shit. <laughs> just a full rocks glass of this milky liquid. Delicious. Yep. And it, it's like slow to slide down the glass into your mouth. Oh, God. But like the minute it actually makes contact with your mouth, it's like it's like it's like you popped a balloon. It just it goes full liquid and just slides right down. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. (laughs) 
It's, it's, it's as if the minute it touched living organic material, it turned to a liquid. Dear God, it's a living plasmoid. It's just, it's got some living cultures inside. It's a slime monster from uh, Dragon Quest. With an alcohol content. Welcome to the freeholds, my friend. It's like a real, it's like a gusher. You just drank a gusher. <laughs> oh, fuck. The, the, the purple salt helps. It's nice. All right, what happens next? Because I chugged that with a flower that I was supposed to apparently eat. Well, that sounds to me like a face adversity roll. (laughs) (laughs) Buddy. All right, let's go. What's the equivalent of constitution in this? Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, What is that, physique? (laughs) Yes, it has to be physique. It's endurance. All right, let's give it a go. What is Scarlet's... Oh, Lord. What What is it? With the plus one, it's a six. Oh, Oof. no. <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh, my sweet boy. Oh, Scarlet. Oh, so give he's gone, line. gone. Give me, give me the deets. <laughs> What's going down? You can you feel this stuff like moving slowly down your gullet. You can like feel the alcohol entering your body and the, and the stuff still working its way down your fucking esophagus. It's in your blood. <laughs> <laughs> you are you are like not immediately you, you you stand for a few minutes in like polite conversation and uh, about yourself and your faculties. <laughs> <laughs> and then you f- you feel it get to about like your solar plexus or whereabouts in your like guts where that would be, and then you are just like dizzy spells. You feel ten feet tall. Well on your way, so to is speak. Is that the drink or the flower doing that? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's the combo. And like you are like numb in the extremities, but you feel super strong. Like you you simultaneously cannot feel the, any of your limbs, but you feel. In your head, like you are stronger than anyone on earth. All right, I think I know where to go from this. Oh Lord, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at Jet, and I'm gonna be like, Jet. He calls from across the bar. You enjoying your drink, sir? Yeah. Can I stand on this table here? Is that allowed? (laughs) Welcome to welcome to play by podcast, where Leon's characters manage to stand on a table at least once every season. season. Yeah, I don't know how that happens. I don't. Oh, this I'm is Leon influence. Oh, next season we're gonna have a lot of table standing. But anyway. <laughs> oh, you thought it was just gonna be standing on the table. <laughs> you thought. You thought. Is there like a lamp I could swing off of? Oh no. The th- the ceiling is a little low. Can I make it work? You, ha- if you stand on the table, you'll be sort of crouched over like a goblin. <laughs> but yes. Uh, uh, Jet sort of shrugs at you. It, it's certainly sturdy enough, but I'd be careful. I'll try my best. I don't think I'm going to do good. I, I believe in you. I believe in you. I give him like a heart thing with my hands. <laughs> like make a, make a symbol of, my, of a heart. Mm-hmm. And then you just like full no cell jump up onto the table. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> can we do a... Can we do a um... What's what's our closest to dexterity? Metal? Can we do a metal check on that? Uh, that mm, is that still physique? I that think might that's still also physique. Be physique. All right, <laughs> strenuous activity. All right, let's, let's give this out. a go again. Otto, you see Scarlet take down this drink and then like hold on to himself for a few minutes, and then he tries to leap up onto the table. What did you roll? You've got Leon is covering his mouth with his hands. 
I don't know what that means. Snake eyes. Oh! oh! God! <laughs> Holy shit. So that's like, that's an instant jump up, slam head on roof, fall off table. That's like right? a, that would be like in a 2010 YouTube fail compilation. Mm-hmm. No, here's what, here's what happens. So Scarlett, you, you like jerk yourself up, but you take your body up first and you don't account for where your head is going and you just slam onto this like tabletop. <laughs> Bonk yourself right on the noggin, and then like flip off of it onto the floor, sprawled out, spread eagle, and everybody's like clapping. Some people are like, <laughs> chuckling at you. Feedy, did I do it? <laughs> did I do? You are looking up at the ceiling. Feedy, I see the ceiling. Did I do it? You did an excellent job, Scarlet. <laughs> and uh, Otto, you just get to watch this dude basically put himself into the table <laughs> face first. <laughs> And like go like full scorpion with his body like coming back around and then fl- flop off of it onto the, the ground. Just like you described it, I just imagine instead of jumping, it's just like a like a thrust forward, and I just slam down. Yeah, yeah. but you you do manage to like get your body out of the seat. Yeah, and your like upper, airborne. Your upper body is did get on the table <laughs> at very least. You you gave yourself an RKO. <laughs> Absolutely did that to you. Oh, uh, the table's fine, Beatty. There's <laughs> a little little speck of blood. <laughs> but it, it's like a nice like stony material countertop. So it'll wash off just fine. <laughs> it's times like these when I am grateful that I don't drink because who would want to miss something like this? <laughs> Otto, are you going to check on your friend, or are you just going to continue dancing with the the, uh, the freeholders? You all right over there, Scarlet? Never better, old man. He's still like laying on the ground. He just raises a hand up, right. <laughs> pointing at the ceiling. Do you require medical assistance? No, I'm good. There's a little bit of blood uh, pooling next to his head. I'm good. I'm sorry, I'm a little bit out of breath, but I'm dancing to so this wonderful music. But if you do need medical assistance... I have a first aid kit in the ship. <laughs> no, I'm good. It's just a, it's just a scratch. Good. Okay. I really did not want to stop. Hey, Michael, what's the likelihood of me standing up? Uh, I want to give you None. the <laughs> level Zero. one injury concussed. Oh god. So actually, since you, I think you can only have one injury of each type. Give yourself the level two concussed. <laughs> So yeah, write that down on your sheet. You have level one uh, jump sickness and you are level two concussed. B <laughs> reaches into their pocket uh, of their jumpsuit, pulls out a bandana and just kind of drops it on Scarlet's face. Like, <laughs> deal with the blood. Gently floats down. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thanks, Beatty. <laughs> Don't mention it. God, that immediately got raucous. <laughs> Beatty, did I tell you that you were a good... Teammate and friend? You have now. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Beatty kind of quietly without making much of a scene just gets out of their chair and sits on the ground <laughs> next to Scarlet <laughs> so that they so don't hurt themselves further. That's a good friend move. That's a good mm. thing to do. <laughs> it's the it's the scene from Scrubs where it's like, why are we lying on the ground? You knocked yourself out, so I started laying down with you so it seemed like we're just chilling. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Well, that took a turn for the better. Mm-hmm. 
Otto, you get your plutonian dust. <laughs> ah, yes. Oh. And again, the, the around the bar, flower, 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 flower. All right, I'm. I'll do it already. You know, I'm. You know, I'm up for it. Otto. So how do I do this? Do I just sort of nosh on it? Flower, flower. Otto, be better than me. I've got it. So what do I do to the flower? Do I eat it or what? Flower. <laughs> I need someone to tell me what to do. I've been over dancing. I eat the flower. Oh, okay. That's not that bad. Do you eat the flower? Yes. And then you, I'm assuming you you eat the flower and drink the drink in a more dignified manner. Yeah. Yes, Pinky I, out. I am. Good. My back is starting to give out. So if I will occupy a seat on the bar and just sort of. Enjoy myself a little bit. You're not even going to sit with us? I was, no, I'll sit <laughs> even with, though we're I'll, on the floor? Okay, fine. I'll sit with you. Okay, fine. How Join do, the gang? How are we doing down here, everyone? Floor gang! <laughs> floor gang! Mm-hmm. Well, gosh, that is good. <laughs> so good. And you're not drinking it all at once, I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm like sort of sipping on it. <laughs> you are getting pleasantly inebriated. A nice oh, buzz. My good man. As opposed to shooting it all at once with the flower. I felt Listen, BD challenged me. That's fair. That's fair. They did do that. The, the, they challenged they me. That, and I, they challenged me and I acted accordingly. I think the problem is that the dancing circulated all the blood very quickly. And so it's just, even though I haven't drunk that much, I'm a little, I'm feeling it a little bit. Even though I haven't, but I haven't drunk it so long that I'm also feeling it a little bit. So tolerance is down. I'm, boy, it is. Uh, it is a lambasting on all sides, and the name of the aggressive is alcohol. And since you get to experience this drink in its full, instead of just guzzling it like a barbarian, yeah, <laughs> it's this this fine mix of salty and sweet, with the the salt on the rim and the sweetness of the actual drink itself. It it does have the consistency of like a kefir, like a. a do you guys know what kefir is? Yeah, Sutherland. <laughs> no, not Kiefer. It has the consistency of Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> I'm drinking Kiefer. Kiefer, it's basically like thin yogurt. It's K-E-F-I-R, by the way. Yeah. Fancy. It's got a, a pleasant sort of mix of uh, like tropical and standardized fruits, like mixes of strawberries, bananas, dragon fruits, a little durian. Nice. Gotta get a little durian in there. And of course, this like very dry gin. So like it snaps you. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen at home, if you feel like making this drink. Yeah. (laughs) Kiefer and gin. Oh my God, what have we done? Um. This is a a munch crime. Just roll this back and listen to the ingredients and you can make Mm. it at home yourself. Get yourself some plutonium dust. Dye some salt purple. Don't even worry about it. (laughs) Yeah. Get some. I imagine if you actually made the drink, it would be like a crushed rock candy. Mm. Probably. Good thought. Mm. But but wouldn't you want a little bit of the um, saltiness, though? So maybe like a rock candy salt mix. Yeah. A little rock candy, a little rock salt. Ooh. Himalayan salt. Ooh, Ooh yeah, yeah. Pink Himalayan salt. Yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be good. Get that pink shit. Mm-hmm. Mm. Damn, now I really want to make this, actually. Yeah. Now we're just <laughs> nerdy nummies or whatever the hell. <laughs> Welcome to the Play by Podcast test bar. Mm-hmm. So we on the floor. <laughs> you guys are sitting on the floor in the bar. Gang, uh, gang. Scarlet is tending to his wounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, Otto is sipping on his p- uh, plutonian dust. Tending uh, is a strong word. Y- you're like dabbing at it unceremoniously with the bandana. <laughs> yeah. Just kind of slapping it against my face, hoping it picks up some blood. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like I imagine you pick you pick it up and just drop it on your head and it just lightly <laughs> taps on a couple times. Mm-hmm. And it does pick up some blood. 
just because that's how cloth works. <laughs> God, you three are a, you you two are a, a mess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but BD, you you BD, are you having a good time? I'm having a great time. This is exactly Hell what yeah. BD came here for, which was like <laughs> find finding human like ridiculousness when it's not putting them in danger is so fun and so fascinating. <laughs> Just like watching humans make a fool of themselves. Is there anything else you guys would like to do or do you just have a couple more rounds? We might shoot the shit. Right. Yeah, we might shoot. Let's shoot some let's shoot some shit. All right, let's 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 get in there. Otto, you you mentioned wanting to know about our relationships with home. I did. Sorry, it's hit me all at once. Would either of you like to uh I should very much like to hear. I am unsure if you were previously aware, but I myself am from Miranda, which made our previous experience much more unpleasant. If if they had seen if they had seen me, I am unsure what would have happened. I am in a form of exile myself, but this was not chosen by me. I mean, I, uh, I'm sorry to hear that. Miranda was not a pleasant place. It is, it is not so much a difficulty not to return there. There is very little that would have kept me there. Sounds like you're on the, uh, the up and up then. Relatively. Relatively speaking, yes. Unfortunately, leaving there took some, I suppose, sacrifice may be a bit harsh of a word, but it it felt as much. The one person that made Miranda worthwhile, I may never see again. But it is, it is good that we are able to get along so well. It makes, makes things a bit easier. I'm sorry if I have brought the mood down. <laughs> no, it's I was just I was just reflecting on what you said. I I too feel grateful. Scarlet? Why? Do you want to save this discussion for another day or can you uh cuz I would very much like to hear. Uh we may not have the help of alcohol very often. And so we should use its truth-telling power. To our advantage. Uh, I, I like s- s- slowly get up, or at least in a place where I can sit. Mm-hmm. Bring yourself up to sitting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, family is not a thing for me. Fuck family, honestly. Never had one, never really was sure about having one in general. Being on Mars, being basically a worker from my childhood to when I left, you didn't get that kind of luxury. You kind of just learned to live, do your job, sleep, repeat. Was there not a uh, family of choice that you formed in your time? Only other kids who I worked with. Other than that, we never were close. None of us were. No one trusted anyone. And even if even those who did trust people were only let down later. 
I'm sorry to hear that. It's whatever. I don't really care or think about it much anymore. All I know is that if I ever get the chance, gonna get rid of all that bullshit that Mars has to offer and save some people at least. As many as I can. Just not today, but not tomorrow. Eventually, either way, fuck Mars and fuck families, I guess. Fuck families indeed. Pleasure, yeah. Clink. Hello, I guess. Nowadays, I guess you guys and the douche canoe that is our boss is my only family. So, I guess not completely fuck family. Somewhat fuck family. Somewhat fuck family, because as much as I enjoy your guys' company, I also at sometimes can't fucking stand you. It's a mixed bag. Mm-hmm. No, I Agreed. Get it. Is that how family is? Is that how that works? I think that's how it works. I wouldn't know, but perhaps. That's how it works, I think. I would say. Cool. I miss Tower. I'm I'm certain the Pat family would be happy to see you again at any point. I almost I waved a gun in front of his kids. That was certainly a foolish action. But it seems that first impression has been overwritten with more positive memories. Yeah, I guess. Ugh. What about you, old man? Got anything to share to, since we're all doing show and tell? Uh, I feel like you kind of know my story already somewhat, don't you? I was very forthright about it. Yeah, I'm sure there's more to it. More that you want to get off your chest. Was there... Was there no one on Earth worth sticking around for? No, uh... There were a few, but... It was just, um... Time to go, I think. You can't take everyone with you. You have to... Sometimes just take yourself where you know you need to go. And that's sometimes not necessarily where you are. So, that was what was the case with me. Hmm. But yeah, it's, uh... It's been, uh... It's been a good life, going around and studying the, you know, various worlds. It's, it's a grind, but I wouldn't want to do anything else. So, at the end of the day, that's all uh, someone can really ask for. So, I think I, I think it worked out. I think I made the right decision, but it doesn't. It you do wonder what might have been, you know. Of course, can't dwell on it forever. I suppose. Certainly not. I spent far too much time dwelling on what I could have done differently, but unfortunately we have no control over the past. Only the present. We're just a bunch of fuck-ups, aren't we? That tends to be the, the catalyst for freelance work. But there's a, there is strength in numbers. Nice. Hey, Jet. Yes, sir. Water. Like, at least a gallon. The way the three of you are sitting down on the floor there, I assumed it was about time for that. <laughs> I'll get that out to you right away. Love you. You too, pal. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he fixes you guys some waters. They're brought out to you. 
Flo- they're like floated out to you on a little like tray. Good. Nice. Because this is the future. Good. good. I love the future. Future's good. <laughs> Just some nice, some nice tap water. Welcome <laughs> <from laughs> to the Plutonian Springs. <laughs> and they bring you guys around some water. And you, you start to sober up a little bit. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to do in the bar, in the dockside? No, I think we're chilling. <laughs> All right. We just, we, we got emotional and now we're just chilling. So we can sort of do like a, a clock wipe? Mm-hmm. Dude. To uh, the next uh, morning. Ooh, we. Uh, do you guys think you would have stayed uh, on the ship or would you have gotten lodgings down in, uh, in Sharon Alpha in the cylinder? Beatty doesn't need much room. And That's fair. Otto just spent a lot of his paycheck on booze. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> so I feel like they would, even though they spent a lot of time on the ship, I feel like the gang of them would go back to the ship anyway. Okay, yeah. so you're still Creature hanging conference. around the docks, yeah. right? In port. Uh, do you guys take up uh, Linwood on the offer for work to defend the freeholds for a while? While you're here, at least? I would. I would be interested in seeing what other work is available <laughs> because mm-hmm. even when it is protecting the freeholds, Petey prefers not to have to take violent work. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Otto, you wanted to go catch some macaws. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the macaws. Yes, I would like to. And we got... we That's sub-story. Uh, Ambrose appears at the door of your lab, Otto, uh, in the morning. Buddy, we, we have to talk about the man you have frozen in my cargo hold. <laughs> not right now. I have a splitting headache. Oh, I. It, there is no better time than right now, actually. Oh, okay. I mean... I need you to get up, and I need you to raise the rest of your team and meet me in the cargo bay. We're going to find this cryo-freeze tube you've got hidden on my ship. Well, I wasn't supposed to defrost them for another few weeks because he specifically requested it to be at the turn of the year. But I can always just heat him up now, and then he can leave. It's okay. You can put him back in later if he wants to go back in. I can't freeze him again, my good man. It would burst his blood vessels. Just me be down in the cargo bay. If he's coming out, he's coming out. Oh, he's coming out. <laughs> oh, all right. Don't get all haughty with me. Sorry. I'm... You smuggled a man onto my ship, sorry, Otto. Sorry, sorry. I'm just a little bit... I was really having a... Showing my wild oats last night in the... Yeah, I saw the account. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh... You footed quite the bill. Yes, but it was a fine memory. <laughs> Five minutes, cargo bay. <sighs> fuck you. <laughs> um, he, he's already, he's like, you You fu- say fuck you into a cloud of dust yeah. as yeah. he's walking Skedaddle. back toward the cargo bay. So Scarlet and Beatty, you are both called down to the cargo bay. Why do we have to go? He's your teammate. Yeah, it's not our dead body. <laughs> <laughs> We're there for moral support. I'm trying to, he's... I'm trying to teach Otto a lesson. I understand I have broken rules, but it's not... Sorry, I, I, where, I apologize. Where did you hide him? Where is he? He's right under the... Just follow me, I'll show you. Okay. Go there. Is the place where you hid the cryotube anywhere near Scarlet's hidey hole? Uh, it's not a million miles away from it, I'll tell you that much. Well, yeah, because they're both in the cargo bay. <laughs> Um, yes, it's over here. It's like I, down and to the left of yeah, it. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's really, it's really hidden. Like, you wouldn't be able to see it unless you were looking. It's a, like, it's a floor panel, not a wall panel. Yeah, a floor panel, uh, floor panel, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's huh. like, it's got a little, like, depression. Like, you can tell that something's been moved, like, up and down, but. Huh. 
And so you remove like the floor grate and drag the yeah. tube up into the bay proper. And he's in kind of like a tube, you know, like a opaque tube. I'm like, well, half tube, half casket. I hope the power kept working because if it didn't, we could be in for quite a stench. <laughs> Were you siphoning power off my ship to power this no, thing? It's, it no, have its, it's self powered, but you know, it could have gone faulty, especially with. <sighs> Open it up. All right. Under my breath, I'm just like, how did I miss that? <laughs> um, all right. I'll open it up. With a hiss, the cryogenic tube opens, and with a blast of cold air and ah. fog, there is a the body of a man and a macaw laid very peacefully inside, <laughs> quickly defrosting. Ah, I never knew his birth name, but... He always used to call me Sahib, and so I'd call him Sahib back. We had a very profound connection, I feel. Very interesting relationship. To describe the person in, in this cryotube, they, they, are, they, are they gentry? Yeah, probably. Otto, I would assume someone who would have themselves cryogenically frozen is probably gentry. Yeah, I'd say so. So from, like, the, the Pakistan quarter? Yeah. Actually, wait. Dressed like- Should we give him a real name? Should we retcon that name? Should we give him a real name? I have a name. Okay, you have a name. I have cool, a name. Cool, cool. Okay, cool. And dressed in like your your typical gentry uh, retro finery with like the, that uh, classical French revolutionary flair. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes, with he, a fun mix of like Middle Eastern royalty. Yeah, he had Ooh. a uh, he had a terminal illness, and he asked me if there was no cure found uh, by this point in history. Then he asked me to wake him up in a couple of weeks because you know he didn't want to. Uh, he didn't want to leave the world for too long. He wanted to still, if he was, you know, if there was no cure, that he still wanted to experience it a little bit. But it was the, uh, it was the ice that presented an option for him to extend his life because he was deeply unsatisfied with the time he was living in. So if he has, you know, only six months to live, he may as well do it 20 years in the future. And th- this gentry man sits bolt upright and starts like gasping and like clawing at his chest and neck. For air. And like, uh, there's like puffs of like uh, cold fog coming out of his mouth. The the macaw is beginning to stir and like ruffle its feathers, roll itself upright. BD double checks to make sure the, uh, the, the door is closed <laughs> to the, <laughs> so that it doesn't just go join the other macaws out on the station. Mm. Oh, oh, oh. Where am I? Uh, Otto? Yes, it's me. What, what, what year is it? Well, it's, a, it's about three weeks earlier than you wanted it to be. But do you remember what we talked about when you went under? Uh, y- yeah, yes, yes, I do. Well, I haven't found a cure as such, I'm sorry to tell you, old boy. Oh, that, that's regrettable news. Yes, if you need time to process that, it's more than okay. Things haven't changed. Where are we? We are um, among good people. You needn't worry about that. We're in a ship. This is a ship. This is a ship, yes. We are currently docked at the Freeholds. Are those anchors? My God, man, where am I? You're, uh, I'm sorry. You're on my ship, sir. Uh, What is your name? Oh, well, I'm terribly, terribly sorry. My, my name is Alak Valance, of the Valance family of Earth. Uh, who are you, my friend? I'm the captain of this fucking ship. 
Okay. But you are Am- on technically illegally, and he shoots you a glance on it. Ambrose, it's my fault, not his. I thought you were going to say, and he shoots. And he shoots. I was like, that doesn't sound like Ambrose. What you say? <laughs> Mate, you needn't worry about it. Ambrose, I'm very sorry. Oh, God. What can we do to resolve this? Ambrose, if you... What can I do to make this right? He's got to stay for a little bit. Not very long, but a little bit. Considering that we had to accommodate a whole bunch of people, and we didn't say, you know, we might have hemmed and hawed a little bit, but we didn't say that much against it. I think it's not outside. You can find the kindness within your heart to just let this man and his McCall, who is still on the ice, stay. He can't go anywhere for a few days. The, the body needs to recirculate. Get up to speed. The macaw has, like, uh, climbed its way onto Alak's shoulder and is looking quizzically around. Considering your desire to keep your experiments funded, von Furstenberg, I'm assuming you negotiated a price for this service? I did. Then perhaps a certain percentage can go to the man on whom whom's ship you have been storing him. Is that agreeable to you? Do you intend to keep him on the ship, Otto? If you'll allow it, Ambrose. Uh, if you're paying his way, I, I... Yes. Then I see no problem with it. I have some, a couple of bits of equipment that I don't use that much anymore that I can sell. Should not have bought all those drinks last night. That would have paid for this. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mr. Alack, welcome aboard, I guess. Mr. Uh... Von Furstenberg has agreed to uh, pay your way for as long as you're willing to stay with us. Now, is he going back in the tube, or...? I think his muscles will have to... You're going to have to stay in there for a couple hours, old boy. Would you like an... I know you don't want to go back to sleep, but would you like some sort of a sedative just to knock you out while your muscles recuperate in a normal temperature? I... I I certainly don't want to go back into the tube. You won't go back. You won't go back. You just have to stay in... Or we could transport you to a different uh, sleeping situation. You just have to lie still. fresh air and... Such a long time, I, and oh, can't you I just feel, can't you just put him up in your room for a bit? Yes, I, could. I, I I wouldn't want to impose on Mr. Von Fursten. No, that's quite all right. It's it's not it's not your fault you're here. So it, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be becoming of a member of the Valance family. Why not? You just or just put you on a little cot and you just have to stay there for you know a little over thirty hours and then you'll be fine. Well, uh, a cot. Probably would suffice. It, it is an improvement. Is there any access to the SEPTA network around here? I, I need to... I need to check the progress of any potential cures for my ailment. Oh, they went under years ago, old chap. But uh, we do have other, you know, avenues we could look for. I, I was thinking about looking more carefully around the time when I was going to actually, you know... Uh, Uncork you as it were, as you asked me to, but um, Mr. Ambrose did put the um, a little bit of time constraint on me, which you know was regrettable, but I understand. So I'm a little behind. I know that that's that's what specifically what the money was for, and I'm sorry that I haven't made as much headway. I made good progress, and then this service shut down, and it's just it was very hard for me to find veritable medical information. It's amazing we fly all around in these little metal tins, yet we can't 
stop uh, rapid cell division yet. From what I remember of my time on the freeholds, I believe Beta Satellite may have a medical library. I'm not sure of how much help it would be, but better than nothing. Well, uh, while we're here, it may take me a few days to get back up to speed, so to speak, but I, I might find my way there for a, a moment or two. Oh, it's, it's cold in here to anyone else. It's cold in here. It's all right, it's just your skin's used to a uniform temperature. He's not used to actual air blowing through, so that's what it is. It's because he was in a static, deep-freeze environment. Oh, my throat hurts. Yes, so yes, you have, to, you have to sit down. You've got to lie down. Oh. This is going to be a frustrating process, but like I said, if we can put you under, if you want to go into a sedative while your body cools off and... And or, you know, uh, heats up, as it were, and, and acclimates to the new environment, we can do that. I will go retrieve the cot. In fact, I'd probably prefer it, if it's all right with you. Uh, Alak looks around the cabin, kind of bewildered. Where? Where is Raptor? Where's Raptor? And then he looks over onto his shoulder where the macaw is. Oh, <laughs> there you are, boy. <laughs> I was worried. Its name is Raptor? Oh, he is as fierce a creature as the reptilians of old. And he's like... Scritching it on the head. Hmm. This is a very well-behaved macaw. <laughs> huh. Hang on, I, did, I wonder if those crackers in my pocket survived the trip. <laughs> oh, oh they've, they've got frost all over them. This is not agreeable. Raptor, do you, do you want these, these crackers? Oh, you'll, you'll eat anything, you ridiculous boy. And he starts feeding Raptor these, like, freeze, freezer-burned, like, crackers. <laughs> it's like freezer-burned hardtack that he's just... Giving to the bird. Beatty wheels into the cargo area with uh, the cot. Mm. <laughs> and like, probably the most basic rations that they could find. It's like a can of baked beans unopened or something. <laughs> and, and some more fresh crackers. Oh, yeah. And Alak like weakly gets up out of the cryo bed and has to be uh, helped over to the cot. I'm strong. I can help. Oh, <laughs> that's very nice of you, Beatty. Eh. I try to be helpful. He's like sat down on it. He immediately pops open the, the pork and beans. Oh, it feels like I haven't eaten in a decade. I'm not going to dignify that with a response. <laughs> and he just starts tucking into this food and sharing it with Raptor. And they, they seem content for the time being. So what were we supposed to learn out of this? Don't smuggle things onto my ship. Lesson learned. I'm sorry about that. It was unplanned that we were supposed to, you know, we weren't supposed to be on their ship and I was so nervous you wouldn't take us that I did I did uh, let a couple things slip. I'm sorry about that. Technically, we smuggled a whole group of people onto this ship, but, you know, that's not my here or there. That's quite right. Hey, I signed off on that transaction. <laughs> this guy was living under my floorboards. He wasn't living. He was in a state of living and death. Somewhere in the middle. <laughs> he was on my ship, and I didn't sign off on it. But now we've made good on that. Thank you, Otto. Thank you, Ambrose. Another day of leave. The three of you are free to do as you will. I'm going to go lie down. This has already been half a day. Um, I'm going to go look where one would typically look for work. <laughs> okay. I'm Is there gonna... a, a board with a whole bunch of like little paper tabs you can tear off? I've, got to, I've, <laughs> I've simply got to find something greasy to eat, and then I must pass out for many hours. So are you guys heading down to the... Uh... Down into the cylinder, or still staying on the docks? 
Because there's certainly there's certainly amenities on the docks. Wherever I'm most likely to find work. <laughs> I was going to check on the Pat family and then catch up with Beatty. Okay. So we'll start with Beatty. Yeah. And, and, and uh, Beatty and Otto to a, an extent as well. Uh, Beatty, uh, you find work at a macaw sanctuary. <laughs> <laughs> where they're, they're rehabilitating and taking care of some of these uh, macaws who were injured in the cylinder or on the docks. Because they are, the, the place is not crawling with them, but the, there are macaws you, aplenty. <laughs> if you look in two directions, there is a chance that you've seen one macaw. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine that's just a lot of loud squawking. Potentially. They're eerily quiet. Huh. It's like the birds. And uh, you realize this is an opportunity for Otto to study as he wanted. Nice. So, Otto, you, you find. The greasiest possible like food you could on the docks, which is probably like a a, a particular street vendor. Mm-hmm. Like you've just got like a a, a Philly cheesesteak that is sweating through the bag. <laughs> <laughs> a future gyro. Yes, and it's just like a half pound of uh, fried potatoes. It's more like soy fries, actually. Yeah. Ah, yes, this is just the ticket. But like the grease is literally like sweating through the bag. You have to get a second bag on your way over to the Macaw Sanctuary so that it doesn't like all spill out onto the ground. <laughs> and so, uh, BD, you find a little bit of work uh, taking care of some of the macaws at the shelter. Sweet. And Otto, you find the food you want and an opportunity to study these birds. They are, um... oh God, I've... I'm sorry to do this, but I just simply cannot concentrate on any sort of birds right now. I must... I want to do this properly. I'm so sorry. I've fucked it all. Spent all my money. And it wasn't worth I'm it. I'm certain the birds will stay here. I'm just going to come back in a couple hours if that's all right. I've got to lie down. I'm so sorry. That is perfectly fine. I've got to get my head right. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. I'm just now. I'm just imagining Otto like slumping down the corridors of the docks, just eating a Philly cheesesteak, spilling <laughs> <laughs> fries out onto the ground. Just a whole ass mess. It, it's uh-huh. just the the scene from Anchorman where he's running around with the milk. <laughs> <laughs> and back on the ship, uh, you are with the Pats, Scarlet. You are with Fermi and Jesse and Benjo. And Benjo. <laughs> And uh, Tessia and Tower Linwood. And uh, the Pats are... Did you call them up to come visit you on the docks? Because they're not... They, they've they been relocated to uh, to share on Theta. Oh, I was going to visit them. I didn't want them to have to come all the way over here. Okay. T- time to take a shuttle to Theta. Yeah. Scarlet, you find out from Linwood that... Uh, the Pats and Tower are staying on Sharon Theta, which floats just outside of the shadow of the destroyed husk of Sharon Eta, which was uh, formerly the eighth satellite of the Sharon Freeholds, which have now been dwindled down to seven. They lost Eta in an attack early in the Freeholds' uh, fight for emancipation. So there's a, there's a little bit of harsh history on Theta. And you are bussed down from the docks of Theta to the cylinder itself. Have you ever been inside one of the freehold cylinders? Nope. It is a wild experience. 
because like you come out at, at what is basically sort of like uh, an ingest sort of airport type of uh, place. Like a terminal? Yeah, like a terminal. And uh, when you leave the terminal or out on the streets of Sharon Theta, you look up and there is another city up there. Hmm. It's like that scene in Inception. It's very Inception-esque. And like when you look off into the horizon, you see the horizon actually slopes up and like and sort of ropes back around, and that's that's how cylinders work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tube. But it is it's just a a wide swath of cityscapes and farmland and like quarries. Again, it's like if you like sandwich or if you paninied two cities on top of one another. <laughs> With a little bit of like space between the two. This is trippy. So there's technically not really a sky. The sky is another town. This is trippy. And there are macaws everywhere. <laughs> On Theta too? Yeah, dog. God Give damn. me a rough estimate of how many macaws are around. Well, uh, let's see. It it's like macaws are like pigeons. In, on the freeholds. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> there are a lot of them, and they but are they're pretty. not afraid. They no longer possess fear of human life. <sighs> I, lo- I no longer know fear of God. <laughs> <laughs> they will walk right up on you and like peck at your leg for a crumb. They have seen enough. <laughs> they stared into the void, and it stared back. And they did not flinch. <laughs> well, ignoring all of the macaws and how trippy this place is, I'm going to keep looking. Uh, You make your way to a a fairly nice little uh, apartment block and uh, find the place where the Pats are staying. And as you are looking up, you're like standing at the doorway of this apartment block, looking up to find uh, which floor they are on to see if you can spot anything from one of their windows. It just looks like Frogtown. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Except Except there's another building on top of the building. Hundreds of feet up, there is another city above you, yes. And the station shakes. The earth around you, as it exists, rattles. It's almost as if there's an earthquake happening, but that can't be possible because there's no tectonic plates here. And then a number of red lights begin to click on all around you, uh, turning the perpetual daylight of the Sharon Freeholds into a red afternoon and a klaxon sounds. An alarm. Something is very wrong. Uh, 